0: Am I on? Okay. Everybody want to start working their way toward their seats? By the time I'm done, you ought to be in your seats. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you this morning. Father, we thank you for your presence in this place. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that Guides us and directs us, Father God. You know, just like First uh, Corinthians, Paul said, you know, I, I definitely don't come in eloquence of speech. You can ask my wife about that. But I hope that the power of the Holy Spirit is here with me. Hallelujah. It's what we all want anyway. We don't want me. We want the Holy Ghost here. Amen. Uh, I spent some time uh, trying to figure out, am I coming? Okay. I spent some time uh, trying to figure out what I was going, through, going to talk about today and it took me a long time to come up with something because I was working on it instead of letting the Holy Ghost work on it. Last night I finally sat down and started reading a verse in the Bible and it just, you know, kind of hopefully came together this morning for us that, that what I'm going to read is, is uh, I think we're, I think we're at a time in the church age where something drastic has to happen. I mean, uh, you know, I get on the internet quite a bit and like, you know, all the other churches in this community, they have their their services on the internet to where you can look at them and stuff and, I mean, it's really sad to see the number of people in church today. But it's not just in Rockport, I mean, it's all over the place. Uh, you know, the only ones that seem to be thriving is just a few of the mega churches, but otherwise church attendance is down everywhere. Uh, Pastor Chris sent uh deal out on Facebook the other day that I think this number is correct that only 41% of the pastors in the pulpit have a no 41% of the pastors in the pulpit have a world view of the Bible instead of a biblical view of the Bible 41% and that's the number of, of I mean these people are teaching people in the churches today you know and and you know, God definitely warns us against this. Uh, but as long as we as the church accept these things, they're going to keep... The devil's doing what the devil does. And he's doing it better than what we're doing. I hate to say it. Uh, you know, I, I I just really believe that he knows... I mean, he knows the Bible. He knows the prophecies in the Bible. And he can see when times are starting to, to run short. But what I'm going to talk to you today about is is... I'm going to read most of Matthew 24. Uh, I don't have it on the overhead, so if you got your Bibles or your phone, you can pull it up. But most of what I'm going to go through is Matthew 24 today. I'm going to, But the first thing I'm going to do is read from Luke 21-6. It says, Men's hearts failing them for fear for what is coming on the earth and heaven will be shaken. I mean, it's going to get bad enough that the earth and heaven's even going to be shaken over this. That's not good. But he warns us of these things. Uh, so we need to know and understand where we are at in the church age so that we know what our responsibilities are. But anyway, I'm going to start reading and uh, starting uh, Matthew 24, and I'm going to start in verse 3. And as he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? So, you know, we're, we, all, we all keep asking that question, too, I think. You know, every time something happens in the world, we think, is this it? Is this it? You know, but he tells us, he kind of gives us a really good idea, if we're going to read the rest of this, a really good idea... Of when this is, is. So I'm going to read on some more here, and it says, verse 4, it says, And Jesus said to them, See to it that no one misleads you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, I, and will mislead you. And you will be hearing of wars, rumors of wars. See that you are not frightened, for these are not, these things must take place but that is not the end for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and in various places there will be famines and earthquakes which I think we can look at this over the, them them verses right there I think we can look at now Uh, we can see all this taking place you know wars, rumors of wars there's famines going on you know in a lot of different places Uh, and also you know when it talks about nation against nation, I mean we we've seen that and you know these things have already these things have taken place. I mean you know World War One, World War Two. I mean that was nation against nation. You know it, it it was divided the the whole world. So these things have taken place. So we just need to keep our eyes focused and and know what's coming about and when it's coming. And he goes on and says, but all these things are merely the beginning of the birth pains. So that ain't it. Then they will deliver you to tribulations and will kill you, and you will be hated by the nations on account of my name. And at that time, many will fall away and will be delivered up one to another and hate one another. And many false prophets will arise and mislead you. So, and, I, and I, you know, like when I started the service today, I think you can see that the church, there's many people falling away from the church today. Even if they're in the church, they're falling away from the faith because the faith that they're believing in is not the real church. It's not the church of Jesus. You know, they're believing in other gods. You know, like last week or two weeks ago when I said, you know, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father. He's the only way to get there. And unfortunately, there's too many ways that people are trying to get there anymore that's not biblically based. And because the lawlessness has increased, most people will love grow cold. But the one who endures to the end, he will be saved. You know, and I give Pastor Chris so much credit because he's been, you know, for the last seven, eight years, however long he's been here, he's been pumping the word into people. Continually, You know, we're studying the Bible day in. Every time we're in this church, we're studying the Bible. And, you know, when it comes to those days, and they're going to try and mislead people, the only thing that we have to stand on is the Word of God. If it does not line up with the Word of God, we can't believe it. You know, so we, we can think, Chris, that he has been really putting the, the Bible into us. But it's also, it's also... We need to let the spirit loose too. And in the last few weeks we've been seeing that transpire. The Holy Ghost is here. The Holy Ghost is working. Because uh, the Holy Ghost is the one that changed people's life. You know, Jesus came. He paid the price for our sins. He's now seated at the right hand of God. The Holy Spirit is here right now. He's working. He's the one working in us. He's the one driving the driving force. He's the one to power. He is the power plant within us. Amen. We have a power plant within us. We don't have to settle settle for darkness because we got the power plant. You know, he is, hallelujah. It says, therefore, when you see the abomination of the desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those who are on the housetops not go down to get things out of their house. Let not the ones in the field not turn back to get their cloaks. But woe to those who are with child and those who are with babes in those days. But pray that the flight may not be in the winter or on the Sabbath. For then there will be a great tribulation such as not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever shall. And unless those days have been cut short, no life would have ever been saved. But for the sake of the elect... Those days shall be cut short. Then, if anyone says to you, "Behold, here is the Christ," or "There he is," or "There he is," do not believe them. For false Christ, false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders, as a misleading, if possible, even the elect. Behold, I have told you these things in advance. Behold, I have told you these things in advance. So we should not be surprised we should not be overtaken by these things I mean he just went through a whole great big list of stuff here that is going to happen and we've seen we've seen most all of these things transpire unfortunately uh, and so he says I have warned you he's given us a warning so now it's our responsibility as a church You know, I don't, I do not desire to see anybody end up in eternal life in hell. You know, heaven is going to be a far greater place, I guarantee you. You know, you hear people talk about, all my friends, you know, I won't see them again if I don't go there. Well, thank goodness for that. (laughs) I don't want to see them again if they're there. But Jesus has made a way. And he has warned us of the things to come in chapter 24. I mean, we really, you really need to spend some time in this chapter and understand where we're at in the church age because in the church age, you know, we're close enough this could happen any time. It really could. You know, because every single one of those things he just went through, the only thing I haven't seen is the... uh, Abomination of the desolation in the church, yet in Jerusalem, but that could happen any day, you just never know. So, we need to be on the alert. And whenever you know, he, he warns us, he says, When people say, Now, nah, Jesus is over here, Jesus is over here. Well, he gives us a, a vision of what's going to happen on the second coming, so we ain't made fooled by that thing. He says, For just as lightning comes from the east and flashes even to the west, so shall the Son of Man be. Wherever the corpse is, there is vultures will gather. But immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And the stars will fall from the skies and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. So he's not over here. He's not over there. He's coming from up there. East. <laughs> so when we see those things happen. Then we know. You know we don't have to listen to people say. You know Jesus is in my church. Jesus is in heaven. The Holy Ghost is in my church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's the, that's the power that, that we operate under is the power of the Holy Spirit right now. Jesus gave him to us. He went to heaven and sent him to us. So why aren't why don't we use him? Amen? He went to heaven, sent him down to us for the power to, to do the things And You know, I remember one time, you know, I was talking just a little while ago about uh, the kids down in Tampa that time was down there. I remember uh, I was minister in that church down there. And sitting in the back of that church, there was this blonde-headed lady with this rather large, I mean, rather large gentleman sitting beside her. And he sat there, the whole service kind of like this. And a little bit into the service, the Lord spoke to me, and he said, this is that guy's day. And I said, okay. <laughs> His day for what? You know, and, and I kept him ministering, kept ministering. And, and i seen him poking her every once in a while. You know, when something I would say would touch her, she would poke him. And so anyway, uh, I kept preaching and kept preaching. And I kept thinking, this, this too shall pass. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, as I was ministering, and I was getting along toward the end of my sermon, I'm thinking, what do I do? And the Lord spoke to me again and said, this is his day. And I said, okay, Lord, but if he comes up here and smashes my face in, it's your fault. <laughs> uh, but I, I would say he was probably a biker. He was tattooed all over the place. He had leather jacket on and stuff when he came in. And he did not look happy at all. I would say his girlfriend drug him in there when Jew, because he didn't look happy the whole service. And so we come to the end of the service finally. I drug it out as long as I could. And come to the end of the service finally... And the Lord said, this is his day. And I said, Lord, what am I going to say to this guy that's going to change his whole life? You know, and the Lord said, it's not you, it's me. And before I knew it, these words were coming out of my mouth. I looked at him and I said, you ain't so tough. I says a tough guy would accept Jesus in his heart he just broke down in tears. I said, a tough guy would ask Jesus in his heart. I said, it's because then the fight begins. You know, because the devil's going to come after you with everything he's got once you accept Jesus in your heart. So anyway, I invited him to come forward to pray for him to accept Christ in his life. Of course, his girlfriend kind of grabbed him and pushed him up the front. <laughs> but anyway, we prayed, and he prayed to accept Jesus in his life laid hands on him, and he got baptized into the Holy Ghost, and praise God, he's walking in power. You know, the Holy Ghost is the power, amen? But I honestly and truthfully, I was scared to death, and when them words came out of my mouth, I was really frightened. <laughs> <laughs> but, and that was the same day that, that I think them kids seen what happened to that little, that big old guy come up there, and I think them kids seen him, and he thought, well, we better not mess with him. <laughs> so they decided they wanted to be blessed too amen <clears throat> so anyway you know he tells us he goes on through this and, and he tells us that you know the end times are going to be like the days of Noah you know that people are eating and drinking being married and giving in marriage and until the day that Noah went into the ark and door was closed and then it's done it's done It's done. And we can't let that done happen to people we love, people we care about. You guys are the church. I mean, I don't know how many of you have, don't you have to raise your hands because I don't want to put any guilt on anybody, but you know, how many of you actually have witnessed to somebody this week and led them to Christ, this month and led them to Christ, this year and led them to Christ? You know, It's really, you know, and I you know, whenever I'm pointing a finger at you, Paul always says there's three I'm pointing back at me. You know, I, I'm guilty. You know, there's days I have the opportunity to do that, and I don't do it. You know, I'm guilty, but we all have an awesome responsibility, especially if you believe what Jesus is telling us here, that this is the coming of that age. You know, I don't know how long it's going to be, You don't know how long it's going to be, but it sure sounds like it's going to be soon. Because everything has pretty much been fulfilled in everything he told us. And he said, I warn you of this in advance. And it sounds like everything's pretty much been uh, laid out. So, what are we going to do when we leave here today? We have a real a real awesome decision to make. Are we going to change? You know, when we come to church, do we ever leave this, whenever we leave church, are we changed? Steve, was you changed last week when you came to church? You know, David Frickinich called me and said, what a, an amazing time. He went through last week because the Holy Ghost was just all over him. Uh, You know, God wants all of us to experience his power, his love. I mean, that's what it is. Whenever he comes into you in such a flood like that, that's just his love pouring into you. I mean, it's just unbelievable the creator of the whole universe, of everything that's out there, not the universe, but everything that's out there, took his time to love me to love me I mean all of the things that I did in disobedience to what he asked us to do throughout my life but he still loved me all I had to do was accept him he still loved me and he loves each and every one of us hallelujah you know He still wants us to operate in the power of the Holy Spirit. I know you guys, Chris has been teaching on it week after week after week. Uh, People came up and got prayed for last week. Uh, You know, the Bible tells us that believers shall lay hands I mean, whenever believers lay hands that people will speak with new tongues, people will be healed, people will be delivered. You know, it's a really sad thing whenever you come into churches anymore. When's the last time, I mean, when people come into churches anymore and you have a church service and it's comfortable for a demon to sit in here? You know, I believe it or not, we've entertained demons in this place before. Because We've got a person in here that's kind of a seer and he's seen them in here. But isn't that a sad thing when a demon is content with sitting in your church service? And we don't have the, you know, we don't have the ability to deal with that except by the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, I I know Chris has talked to me a lot here lately about, about... uh, You know, it just seems like there's been a lot more taking place in the spiritual world than he remembers, you know, in years gone by as far as demonic oppression. Uh, And it's pretty much because we've not dealt with it. We just haven't dealt with it. Uh, You know, Neil shared with you Uh, about having experiences walking into restaurants and seeing demons on people and stuff like that. So what do we do whenever we see this? I mean, I've experienced being in the... I I don't see them, but I've experienced being in the presence of them. And, you know, I have dealt with some. Uh, You know, if we all heard the story of Victor, we've we've all talked about that one, but there's been other times that we've dealt with some. Uh, But you know it's not a you know healing casting out demons speaking with new tongues not worrying about what we drink not worrying about what we eat you know that's all in the bible so again this morning i don't have a long message i just want i just wanted to cover the things that are coming up because If we understand where we're at in the church age, we understand we don't have a lot of time, and we understand we need all the power that we can walk in and muster up in. And it's not our power, it's his power in us. Amen. So this morning, uh, Laura, you want to come up and play a little bit? started with worship up here this morning and started with the kids but you know there's there's a flowing of the Holy Ghost in here today that's just really awesome you know and I absolutely hate to leave a place whenever the Holy Spirit's doing something because he's here for a reason he's here for a reason You know, he doesn't come and give gifts unto men for that man. He comes and gives gifts unto men for the church. And if the Holy Spirit is moving in here today, and he's moving on people, it's for other people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. If anybody, anybody wants to come forward again today and have hands laid on to them, have hands laid on to them for baptism of the Holy Ghost, have their hands laid on to them just for more boldness in their in their ministry, uh, have hands laid on them for healing, you know, whatever. God's here to be, meet every need, not just some of them. He's here to meet every need. Hallelujah. And if you have something you want prayed for, just come up and stand up front here. Don't miss out. You know, the Holy Ghost is here. The Holy Ghost is moving. Am I right? Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you're right. <laughs> I was hoping I wasn't the only one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody else? don't miss out the Holy Ghost is here to bless hallelujah he's here to bless hallelujah thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Jesus hallelujah
1: healing on my leg
0: and my hips hallelujah father god we just thank you this morning oh lord we just pray for a blessing upon sue here this morning father god father we thank you that your blessing is upon her father we thank you that healing is moving through her body right now the blood of jesus christ is flowing through her the power of the holy spirit is operating in this place father god hallelujah hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus hallelujah Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we ask a special blessing upon her also, Father God. Fill her to overflowing with your love and mercy, Lord God. Hallelujah. We know what she's been through this last week or so, and Lord, we just ask comfort in her heart, peace in her heart, Father God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus.
2: asked me if I was changed last week my answer was again Holy Spirit been working with me for a long time and he's been changing me and I've been resisting and he changes me a little here and a little there but last week was awesome and I tell you he, he changed me for good not that he needs me but I sure need him and I know there's work to be done I was a uh, pretty heavy drug addict for 40 plus years and there wasn't anything man could do but God did he brought me out of that I wouldn't be here today if not and uh, I think that if one soul just one then my whole life is worthwhile and I've had that opportunity and, and uh, I say well Lord if I can touch one, Give me 50. Give me 100. Almost. Let me do your work. And, yes. and He's prepared me for that. Thank God. Thank
0: you,
1: Jim. Could I share a testimony? <laughs> now that you asked. <laughs> um, so, with the chaplain ministry, and it's really exploding and a lot of other businesses are wanting chaplains to come. And anyway, Sioux City, Iowa has been, there's a two big Bickford cottages, retirement communities and they're very large facilities. Had, was without chaplain, chaplain care for about three months. And um, so my a friend of mine who just a recruiter for Iowa said, Laura, could you send somebody? <laughs> and nobody else on our team in Omaha could do it. So I've been going up. And um, yes, Thursday was my second time up there. But I'm just saying God is just pouring out his spirit. (laughs) And he's just giving me words of wisdom and words of knowledge and just share. You know, I just what exactly what you're saying, just hearing the Holy Spirit say something. And it's just, you know, in my heart and then just being able to share it out. It's just so I'm just in awe. And I don't know what (laughs) all he's doing. Someday in heaven we'll know. But. You know, it's just exactly right when you hear that still small voice, you know. And maybe you're in the grocery store and the Lord speaks to you about somebody or, you know, just, you know, even if you just say, you know, God just illuminated you to me. I don't know you, but I want you to know that God loves you. He wants you to know that. And is, is there any way I could pray for you about something or, you know, just something like that. And people, you'd be amazed at how blown away people will be. Um, just, just stepping out, just in little small things like that. Um, but anyway, I'm just, I'm learning more, you know. Praise God to flow in the Holy Spirit, and uh, I'm just very excited and oh, what what He's doing. And He's, yeah, just exploding in Omaha with with businesses wanting chaplain care. I'm just so thankful, you know, for for the opportunity for us to go, and you know, people who might not set foot in a Building, but we're going out. So, and that's the mission. You know, the Great Commission. So, Amen. But I'm just thankful. So, praise God. And the staff is listening, which is cool too. That not just the residents, but the staff are. And I know the Lord was given words of wisdom and words of knowledge. And I, I was kind of, you know, because I I was kind of reading somebody's mail by the Holy Spirit, but I was saying it here. But like, okay, Lord. <laughs> So, but I'm just praying that that person especially responds to what God wanted to say, you know, and repent. I, we talked about repentance and what exactly that means and just all of it. So, praise God. Anyway. He is. It's just so, it's, God is not boring. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Father God, we just thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Coming this morning, thanks for listening to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here this morning. Thank you for doing the works that you do. Thank you, Pastor Chris, for being the shepherd of this church, for teaching and preaching the gospel in this church for teaching and preaching the Holy Ghost in this church. Father God, we just thank you right now that the Holy Spirit continue to be free to move in this place, to do its work, to do its specially. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Amen.